0: Technocopia is a Worcester makerspace. Their dream is to move from their Gateway Park location to the Printers Building downtown, alongside the Worcester Think Tank and IA Design. Will they achieve this dream? It's October 1st, 2015, and this is 508, a show about Worcester, Worcester's libertarian voice. Today on the show, we're at Technocopia. I'm Mike Benedetti, and I'm here with these guys. I am Ian Anderson. Joe Forgette.
1: Nicholas
2: Bold.
0: Thanks for thanks for uh, thanks for letting us tape a show here, guys. This is fantastic. I've always wanted to to be here, and finally, finally, I'm here. So you're mo- you're currently in this building doing all your activities, and you want to move out of this building. what's what? Why is that?
1: Well, we do have a little bit of an issue with the building uh, itself. Okay. Um, which which creates some other issues for us, in that. We'd like to be able to invite children to come down to our space, to our maker space, to, to build and to learn, and it's probably not the best facility for it. At least the insurance companies don't, don't think
0: so. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and so, well, let's, let's go inside and show me around a little bit and sure. then we'll talk more ahead, about, sure. about what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> So I should actually ask you guys. Uh, people don't. People don't know what a makerspace is. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. Sure. How, well, do you, how do you How do you define it? I
2: definitely recommend them. Um, so it's kind of um, you know we ha- we have a membership model. So it's like a structured like a gym. You grab a membership and you have access to the space and the equipment. But instead of like the exercise equipment, we have tools, manufacturing equipment, workshops. Um, you know, uh, actually, a huge assortment. We got wood, and metal shop. We'll soon have a bigger wood shop. We'll have educational program. We'll have entrepreneurial services. Um, we have in house lawyer and in house bookkeeper. It really is sort of the best place to lower the costs of the things that you do, mm-hmm. and then it, in the midterm. And long term, yeah. to eventually build a livelihood around what you do and what you make, and it's it's worked pretty great. We've got a couple of in-house companies that really prove the point, and then a number of artists and uh, a number of artists and craftsmen that use this place in their retirement or as students or just as a landing pad after college to continue to have access to services.
0: So this, and here in the entryway, you have some of the stuff people have been working <laughs> yeah. on. You have that. You actually have this robot yes which one $500 uh,
2: that's a we didn't screw it up prize okay but, uh, that's this is Henry it's an autonomous search-and-retrieve robot um, it uh, we compete in um, the NASA WPI touch tomorrow challenge which is fabulous it's a great challenge I think we're getting at least one more year to refine this um, and then I think they're switching to quadcopters but uh, the, the project was led by one of our members here is um, a WPI grad, and then he roped in some of the guys from our in-house robotics company and a bu- couple other members, and they started working on this project as part of the, you know, as part of a, we wanted to, we wanted to participate, so we, cool. So we did. Cool. We got, we got yep. plenty of
0: other little robotic things here. We have yep. some things that are machine cut out over here. So yep. Those
2: are laser, mostly laser cut goods, a little bit of Hollywood mask making, mm-hmm. Hollywood, Halloween is a big Sort of calendar event for us. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like we you? get a, a lot of opportunities yeah. to do really neat stuff for Halloween. Yeah.
0: And here's a bunch of other. You actually some knit. Do, do people knit here? Some knit Daleks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh,
2: uh, the knit is actually something that one of our electrical engineers does. <laughs> cool.
0: Cool. 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 Well, show me. Show me some more of uh, what we got here. Let's we'll sure. talk about
2: the desk. Oh. Yeah. So uh, this desk is. Um, it's a open source blue. Ooh, I'm not sure if it's actually open source. It's a blueprint we got offline from an artist. He puts his designs out. Okay. Um, and then uh, he's got a license. I don't want to say open source. I don't remember the actual terms of the license. It was two years ago that we printed this. But basically the blueprint exists. Um, and you can take it. the file, load it onto the CNC, which is, you know... Around the corner yeah, here. around the corner. Um, and literally just print it out. So, th-
0: so, this, so this is... You you downloaded this, then you yeah. slapped the uh, plywood on the yeah, so bed over there, and we,
2: we there's a little bit of labor involved in terms of like loading, unloading the machine, and actual assembly. But sure, sure, we like we like to pretend mm-hmm. as part of the you know the story of what we do is you know the design was off the internet for free, and there's no labor that went into this product. So at mm-hmm. this point, that table represents a a, pro, a a product an item that you can get. That effectively only had a material cost. There was no labor cost and no development cost that went into oh, and you having have, this good come out you of the ch- machines. have a
0: chair too that's all plywood.
2: Yes, we've de- we've made much better chairs than that. This is, <laughs> uh, I tell people that the stuff that's here is stuff that's retired or or broken uh-huh. because the stuff that's really impressive goes out the door with people and they they put it to work and different things. So we like we've got crown gems that are like robots that are on track to do like brain surgery and you know like
0: human surgery but people aren't leaving those around the
2: no they don't they don't keep them here they go to like research hospitals and stuff (laughs) okay so show me sure oh we got um we got the 3d printer started all
0: right let's Um, look at this for a second i think a lot of people have heard of a 3d printer but for For people who haven't, it's basically drawing with melted plastic, is that right?
2: It's a hot glue gun, maybe? Yeah,
1: sure. You have plastic filament here. It's uh, it's called PLA plastic, and it gets fed into one of these two extruders here, which essentially is a hot glue gun. It melts the plastic at just a hot enough of a temperature for it to melt on there to be able to build this up layer by layer, 0.2 millimeters at a time. It's right now building a, an igloo, a larger version than this. My, my son designed it, and I'm trying to take him through some, some design stuff. But yeah. Terrific. That, that's
0: what he's doing right now. Terrific. What, what else do we got here?
2: Um, so it's a working space, so uh-huh. mind the clutter. But, uh, sure. we've got electronics workstation, um, another sort of not quite put together electronics workstation. We've got uh, bike tools for a small bike shop, so we repair a lot of bikes here. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our staff commute on bikes and different things. Uh, we got sewing, leather working, cloth working tools. There's more leather working tools down the line. Um, to your right is some of our chemical storage. We got stuff for our Hollywood mask making, different Hollywood magic sort of stuff. Okay. Um, the bulk of the sort of supply that you see um, you know, we where you have a community here, we try to do a uh, policy of generally take some, leave some, so people leave a lot of scrap and a lot of extra, like, you know, leather work, um, you know, adhesives, glues, paints, yeah, 3D print plastic, all sorts of stuff, so um, we try to encourage people to be part of a community here, which, get, which really facilitates, like, innovation and um, cross, uh, you know, sharing of skills and sharing of expertise, um, so a lot of this stuff is actually just available. Um, we've got uh, tons of electronics, scrap, and different things so people can really dig into projects. Um, this back corner is like behind, well, behind the <laughs> <everything>. <laughs> behind the whiteboard stuff. So this corner back here is uh, Neuron Robotics. This is our in-house robotics cooperative. Um, they're a registered worker cooperative, which might mean something to some of your viewers. Uh-huh. Um, and. Uh, You know, they've done everything from medical applications like the robot that does brain surgery. They have a consumer product that they invented and developed here and are trying to go to market out of our space. Um, They do industrial contracts, um, and then we've done a number of educational programs where we've taught taught children how to do robotics and engineering and CAD, all sorts of crazy fun things that we're trying to then bring with us Blend it in with some of our partners, like the the Worcester Think Tank, and then we'll be able to do like well. let let's really let's, let's, let's
0: look at one more thing, and then we should talk about this whole sure. the whole collaboration. The hey. oh, yeah. no we have another another loud device over here.
2: Oh, I'm so glad that's going loud. Well. So this is uh, my dad, brews Beer, at home, uh-huh. and uh, we got a family crest. He did like the ancestry thing. Was, oh, there it is. A big. He had a big. He had a big. It was a big phase for him, and uh, I sort of snuck the logo out, and I'm getting it laser cut. This is going to be a longer project. I'm going to be making a bunch of uh, Bold Brewery brand uh, beer beer six packs and stuff uh-huh. for him for uh, the holidays. So, so I'm what's getting, this machine? This is our laser cutter. And so this I'm, is
0: a la- This is the first time I think we've had a laser on the show.
2: Yes. <laughs> so the laser tubes the in the. the Part in the back there. Sure. Um, It rides on this gantry. The gantry is part of the CNC. Um,
0: And so it's burning this design. Yes. It can also it can also
2: do like cutting. So you can do um, basically it's a laser laser cutter and engraver. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's you can get these things in almost any size. And you could this one will do like wood, plastic, um, papers, and other sort of bio material and stuff like that. Uh, But in You can get larger ones that can go right through metal and all sorts of other materials. They're they're pretty impressive.
0: So we should talk about
2: where things are at right now with Technocopia.
0: Now, uh, people may have heard that you guys are doing a uh, an Indiegogo campaign, an online crowdfunding campaign, to move to a new space in the printers building downtown. Uh, Right now, we're in Gateway Park, kind of near. I've talked to people who don't know where Gateway Park is, kind of near to WPI, kind of not. WPI in Lincoln Square, somewhere in there. Um, so you guys are going to move, and then you're going to move over with the Worcester Think Tank, who we've had on the show before, who do youth education. And you're going to move with IA Design, which, which is Ian Anderson's wood shop, and all his goodies and all a bunch of people who are members there to use all that wood stuff. So the three organizations, you're going over there, you're going to go downtown, and you're going to have the complete package. That's what
1: we're hoping for, absolutely. Okay. So, uh, one critical component we feel we're kind of missing here is the educational aspect. To learn how to use these tools, you kind of need to make friends with the or Nick and and find out what's going on. But what we need is a good educational program, so you can come down, sign up for a class, and learn how to you know laser cut uh, uh, Christmas ornaments or, or something like that. And that's what Lauren and Ian are going to be bringing for us, to us, uh, for uh, uh, from Whistler Think Tank is for them to build to bring the educational program. Which, which is excellent.
0: Is and, so awesome. and all
1: three facilities, all three organizations kind of need an upgrade in facilities for various reasons, whether it be space or rooms or, or whatnot. Sure. So that's, that's something that the proposed Building is also offering
0: all of us. And so you folks are trying to raise about $15,000 to be able to put up walls and uh, do some electrical changes and things like that
1: right it's for the build out for the for the construction of the new space we'll be creating some classrooms and a lounge which you know, to recreate, rebuild what Lauren has going on at Think Tank uh, uh-huh. right now. And also because we have a lot of equipment that wouldn't be appropriate for children to be around, we're going to have to build an infrastructure for the children to be able to hang out in the classroom and the lounge, but not necessarily be around the table because they sure. have to be in two separate locations. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. That makes yeah.
1: sense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Cool. Show me some more stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You want to speak to the uh, cubicles?
2: Yeah. so. Uh these cubes that you see are sort of ad hoc a little ad hoc Uh um but these are private areas for our members so our basic membership gets you access to the whole the whole space all of our tools all the spaces all the common areas there are work tables and work benches in the and the lot and if you have a basic membership we ask that you clean up and be respectful of the community um in terms of you know the next step um you know we have um space agreements that we work out with our members so that they can have private areas where they can work on larger projects or have a space that they don't have to, you know, spend a half hour before and 45 minutes after, you know, set up and clean up every time they come in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of these cubes, so this is one of our members. He came here in his retirement, or he's a retired computer scientist, and he saw basically all the robots, and he insists that he can build one, and he picked... Quite possibly the hardest one he could possibly have picked. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, this is one of this will be the most high precision machine we have in house when he's finished. It is. Uh, this is. It's going to be amazing. This, this will be is, this a, is another CNC. Yeah, it's uh, a CNC router, router, so it'll be similar to the one that we have, but way more Like, outrageously better. Way more precise. Um, this is one of our artists. He's preparing for our Honk Festival, which is in Boston. So oh, yeah. he's got some of his art here, and he's got some of his art over there, and. Uh, He's been he's been working really hard. Uh, Eric is also uh, directly responsible for the logos and iconography and a lot of the uh, art that you see in our space. Mm-hmm. He's he's prolific in terms of technicopia, Anyways, um, this area here is our third in-house company. Um, he's a uh, he, he's a product manufacturer he makes uh, LED gloves they're popular in clubs and raves and different sorts of things so Oh,
0: here's the glove part
2: yeah uh, I keep asking him to put out some, uh, some demos but uh, basically he, he manufactures um, you know, he loads <coughs> these little things up he loads these little LEDs into the fingers of the gloves and then you can you know you Wave your you hands do, around, and it'll yeah, be cool. actually, it's it is actually a lot cooler than it sounds. They they really do look great in the uh-huh. right lighting, and it, um, they're they're pretty great. He he came to us with sort of a business model that was already intact, um, which makes it easy to cater to him. But um, he produces about thirty of these a week, and it's his full time it's it's his full time job. Mm. And he also he has one uh, he brought on one employee recently, and uh, she helps him manufacture and do the bills and take care of everything, it's actually pretty amazing. It's exactly the kind of thing that we're trying to do here, and it really proves the point.
0: So besides being just like a super amazing garage workshop kind yeah. of a thing, this is you are, this is like a business incubator. People are coming yeah, in, building businesses, growing businesses.
2: It's a little more earthy than I think like, uh, you know, there's a lot of business incubators that are maybe catered to a, like a dot com company or yeah, something, and yeah. they have a very clean environment. This is very much sort of an incubator for manufacturing, people mm-hmm. who are making a thing. Or and it's uh, it's exquisite for sort of a, a prototyping space. Um, I would say this might be sort of a nuanced thing. This is something that you can manufacture in big numbers like this. But um, you know we have tools here that are also intended for prototyping something that you would ship out to a large scale manufacturer to be able to hit economies of scale. Yeah, so.
0: like okay, because you wouldn't like want to 3D print all your things and sell them that way because it takes forever. I would. No. I
2: I think we could if. And in the long term, we're going to try. There are a lot of interesting avenues in terms of new styles of manufacturing around digital manufacturing, tools like 3D printing, where um, instead of having sort of a high-end manufacturing pipeline that you would go to a full-time manufacturer for, you could have like a bank of 3D printers producing uh, products. And there's a certain subset of products that this would be exquisite for, maybe something that has more uh, individuality to it, like each product is a little bit customized, Sure. and um, and there are different advantages, um, you know, manufacturing is sort of reaching out into additive manufacturer and digital manufacturer, there's a lot of new ideas in the market of how to manufacture things, and sort of the environment is changing, but um, there's a lot of different kinds of, you know, high-end arguments of why sort of a redundant low-end manufacturing system might produce uh, a better uh, a better foundation to build a business on, as opposed to always going for sort of a large-scale manufacturer that's maybe less nimble and more expensive to, you know, shift directions with your product or do sure. something that's more unique. Sure. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What else do we got here? Um, this is one. Of, this private area is the project team for the autonomous robot that was up front. Uh, very clearly, there's a lot that went into it. Um, there's there's equipment in here for. Uh, p- robots that were supposed to be the the sister robots of the one that's up front, mm-hmm. or brother robots, I guess. We named it Henry. So, um, but then there's you know recharge equipment. There's a whole bunch of testing equipment here for uh, the robot. Had to be trained. Had to be taught how to see things. How to be ta- Had to be taught how to discern those things from other stuff. Tons of equipment here. It was really an intense project, and we're going to be spinning up soon for another attempt this year. Um, <laughs> it, it's quite the. It was quite the quite the project. Uh, this area here is um, another one of our members. He builds C N C equipment from scratch, so you can oh, see yeah. one of the small a small C N C. And, and then he also builds like 3D printers and stuff. So he's like the guru of digital manufacturing. And it, him, like neuron robotics, like all of our other members, is just a huge asset within this community. So as people need skills, they go to him, and that gives him sort of a sort of a special place within the community in terms of he's an expert that people seek out, but it gives him, but also in the long term, especially in terms of the classroom and education program that we're gonna be building at the new location, gives him uh, an additional mode to generate revenue so he can get closer to a place where his work and his passion is his full-time job, as opposed to right now where he has to split that between being a student at WPI and doing the things that he, he loves to do. Hmm. Hmm back um, here is our wood shop um, it will not be this is not Ian's wood shop this is
0: this is the current wood shop this
2: is our current wood shop um, these tools belong to my grandfather um, he was a woodworker and locksmith so um, I have his lock we have his locksmithing tools back here okay um, everything you would need to create locks <coughs> deadbolts, and the keys that match oh wow um, it is actually really cool this
0: is lo- this is it
2: yeah uh, this and some of the other equipment is in here. And as with lots of... Nobody can see this because it's too dark. Okay, sure. (laughs) It's okay. Um, And then, as with everything, there's lots of extras and spares and extra materials that we have that people can use to sort of get into in terms of, like, experimenting before they waste too much money on something that might not be their thing, or, you know, figure out a process, figure out the method before they start doing, like, larger scale manufacture and making plans and different stuff. So we have... A lot of extra. Uh, same thing goes for the wood scrap in the back. Um, uh, all that's available to members. You can see a lot of it's been used up time and time again. Um,
0: oh, and here's a person doing this art, doing this art yes. thing, and using this big space to be able so to lay it out. I and think
2: it's supposed to be. Um, it's going to be a tiny man with a, a huge tuba, and then there's going to be <laughs> a, a marching band marching along Around and out of the tuba. Oh, that's. Yeah, awesome. it's pretty intense. And so Eric is. Eric is incredible, and this is one of the biggest things to me that really makes a space like this better and more advantageous. It's this idea of innovation that's really hard to pin down, there's lots of industry experts that are really trying to figure out innovation and really pin it down and market Mm -hmm. off of it and, and create value off of figuring it out, and you know, education's all about trying to figure out where innovation comes from and stuff, and to me, I think a lot of it is. This cross section of people coming from completely different places, working on things together. So, as an artist, Eric routinely pushes our machines to limits the engineers don't even approach. Um, and I can show you some of the examples that really speak to this, but this is just one of them. He uses the digital tools in house. This looks done by hand, and some of it is. So this but a is lot of this digitally is, put on here. Yeah. So this is printed on here. That's right. Oh wow. Yes. So. Um, I wish he was here he could speak to exactly how he does it but he routinely just pushes the borders and on the one hand him as an artist he sees a vision and the engineers when he hits his road road roadblocks he goes to an engineer and has them strip that, that that impediment away from his artistic vision but then in the reverse he pushes machines to limits that then enable engineers to come up with to look at these problems understand that their machines are capable of going further and then trying to to approach the manufacturing process from a way that just wasn't considered before that you know only an artist who's outside of maybe the engineering pedagogy can really sort of like you know have have access to yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Ian, Ian Anderson, let me ask you while yeah. we're standing here in the woodshop for a second so what whenever your woodshop is merged into technocopia
2: uh-huh.
0: what will that what will that look like
2: uh, well right now my woodshop is uh, on the other side of town over by Webster Street and I have about 10 members who share um, a a full shop we have um basically a full cabinet shop and say about half of our members do woodwork professionally the other half is a hobby Mm -hmm. Uh, so we're very excited to merge with Technicopia and bring our resources here and well in in the new location and um, have access to what they have and then the same thing they'll have access to a really well laid out and set up shop
0: yeah yeah because you guys are i mean you guys are very very you guys do very good work i think and we try to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's, we have about five minutes. Can we? Do, let's, we, do we have time maybe to see
1: uh, Kevin's robot? That he, let's, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Let's, whatever. Let's Through that room in there. Well,
0: we should look at this room. Go ahead. This is the. Uh, this is the. Um, this is CC one of the. Router. This one of the CNC. So this is a robotic yeah. router. Yeah. And it uh, this is this is I guess the sheet that was under the
2: yep. things that uh, were that's being the, cut out. Yeah, we call it the dead board. I'm sure there's probably some industry professionals that actually know what that's supposed to be called. But, but so uh,
0: so somebody was making these Christmas tree ornaments yep, earlier. That's
2: uh, Mark Tozer. He's uh, out of Tatnik Magnet,
0: uh-huh. um,
2: and he came here and immediately was like, "I need to bring all of this to my kids." And he routinely comes here to do work, not with his kids. He has to bring it with. Um, but at the new location, it might actually be possible for him to start bringing his students to really just go hands on. Um, but basically, you load a, a digital file into this machine and it literally will take it from there.
0: And then you just slap down a full sheet of plywood or whatever you yep, need and it right. cuts it, it up. Doesn't
2: have to be, I mean, it doesn't have to be plywood. Um, we, did, we got a whole boatload of corrugated plastic that we gotta get rid of and stuff that um, half of that went into a big rave. Um, there's a group in the city called Fractal Tribe sure. that does huge parties a la Burning Man, and they use that to build their sets, oh. um, a bunch of light shows, stuff, awesome. and everything. But this, we've done light metals, woodworking, uh, all sorts of stuff with it. Um, this machine is also the parent machine for one that we're developing in-house, uh, bigger, faster, stronger, smarter.
0: So you're making you're making machines of the machines. Here. Yeah,
2: this this right here is for a different thing. They just hung it up there. Oh. Okay. But this <laughs> this game. <Gansry laughs> it doesn't right have here, wheels. That would yeah, be a- no, that's um, they're making a robot elephant for parades, and that uh-huh. is the chariot, the wheel chariot the the big router there is uh, an in-house project that's shared across. The so room.
0: you wanted to show? You said we should need to see a robot. Absolutely. So this is Kevin Harrington. Hi, Hi Kevin. Hi, uh, again. We got five minutes.
3: Cool. So, uh, what Neuron Robotics does, uh, we are one of the uh, worker cooperatives that is uh, housed out of Technicopia. Uh We build robot control systems of various sorts. Uh, The uh, flashy one that we usually use for uh, demos is Carl the Hexapod. And what's neat about Carl the Hexapod is you use this little game controller to tell him to walk. Okay. But, probably much more interesting, is the fact that this hexapod was designed by a nine-year-old in about 20 minutes. Oh, really? We use a uh, piece of software that was also developed here uh, at Technocopia, and if you can kind of see the screen, I don't know how much sure, of that yeah, you can I'll actually
0: see. Oh, so the screen has the hexapod has driving around? a simulation
3: of the hexapod, and in fact, what, the, uh, what you get to do is design a simulation in the software. The software will figure out how to make it walk. Uh, will figure out what parts need to be manufactured and will actually generate the 3D printed parts to uh, send to their 3D printer so it can be uh, assembled in uh, about an hour. So again, a nine-year-old with a couple slide bars in this interface slidey-barred this thing together and said, oh, I want this many legs, and it's kind of twisted like this, and oh, that's adorable. That looks like it walks. I see it on the screen walking. It's all in the simulation. It looks good. Hit print. Out it pops. Uh, and now you have real walking robots. The uh, Elephant that was uh, made reference to just a few seconds ago. That's a, a larger version of the same system where uh, you can say, "I want a gigantic elephant." But this one, uh, instead of being cut on, uh, printed on the 3D printer, is cut on the CNC router that you just saw. So, uh, going from uh, these ideas to actually getting up and walking suddenly becomes something that, without an engineering degree like I had, you can have uh, real serious things uh, start popping out. Uh, uh, and for, for kids to play with, but also adults and engineering. In fact, this started as medical devices. So,
2: the same platform that this is running on, and a, a cousin of the hardware is the 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 backbone of that medical device yeah. that we did that does surgery and all that stuff. A brain surgery
0: because we developed a brain surgery <laughs> yeah. device so here. It's
2: literally it's literally from you know teaching nine year olds robots that are automatically generated all the way up to you know medical surgery surgical applications
3: and And this is your in fact uh, this is already a product that's available on uh, the shelves in micro center uh, everywhere in the country Uh, but this is a product that is designed here at the makerspace manufactured here at the makerspace assembled and shipped here at the makerspace there it is it's amazing we are living in the future kevin we absolutely are living in the future
0: so let's we got about one minute left so we just want to say people need to google Technicopia. they need to join Technicopia. they need to donate some money so you guys can move to the new place. Are you gonna have like the elephant walk from this building to the new building, maybe? Oh,
3: do a big elephant. Parade. Parade. That's a great idea. <laughs> It'd be I like the it. Robot circus? I mean January in Worcester. <laughs> we'll see how though if the weather permits, but absolutely Ice skating
0: elephant could be awesome too. Oh,
3: ice skating elephant. I like that. Very Worcester. Well
0: guys, thanks for showing me this. This seems like it's one of the best things in Worcester, I have to say. We got no time left. I'm Mike Benedetti. If you have any Questions or complaints, you can always email us at pieandcoffee@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Thank you, Technicopia. Good luck with your fundraising. Thank you.